the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Another Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a fantastic show for you tonight. We always say it's a fantastic show. You know why? Because it's my show. And it always is a fantastic show. We've got Craft Beer guests that will be joining me this hour. News and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easy on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And my guest tonight on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. First up, Danny Bovary and Mo Bonsali. These guys came in studio earlier this week to talk about uh, Bovary CV, which is this delicious dark chocolate vodka that, folks, it is out of this world. Valentine's Day is next Wednesday. If you're looking to get a gift for a very special someone and have a toast with some delicious dark chocolate vodka, gluten-free, by the way, uh, you have to get this vodka. It is phenomenal. It was fantastic. I know I'm giving away a little bit here uh, because I had taped this interview earlier in the week. They were featured at the Grammys that was just held a couple of weeks ago in New York City at Madison Square Garden. They are also heading out to the Oscars. They got invited to the Oscars so that they could sample their vodka. And obvious, and I'm, I'm guessing, although I don't know this for a fact, that their vodka will probably be in the goodie bags, uh, the swag bags that the celebrities get. That is very cool. So that interview uh, coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now. At the bottom of the hour, John Henderson runs the second biggest beer festival on the East Coast, the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, which takes place Friday, March 23rd, and Saturday, March 24th at the Atlantic City Convention Center, will join me as well. We will discuss the beers that are going to be there, the music, uh, all the, the cool stuff. And I also wanted to get John's perspective on what it takes to run an event of that size. They run three sessions, one on Friday night and then two on Saturday. With all of those people, the logistics, all that other stuff, what, what does it take to run an event like that and pull it off flawlessly, seamlessly. It's a difficult task. John Henderson and his crew, they do a fantastic job every year. Uh, so we will talk to him at the bottom of the hour. Uh, one of the, Listen, I'm not going to say thanks to the Philadelphia Eagles for winning the Super Bowl. I didn't want either team to win, but what a Super Bowl it was last Sunday night if you got a chance to watch it. Uh, a game for the ages, really. Uh, backup quarterback comes in, beats Tom Brady um, uh, and, the, uh, and the New England Patriots. They had the celebration, the big parade on Thursday in Philadelphia, and an interesting story, and it's beer-related, which I think is kind of cool. So last year, one of the Philadelphia Eagle uh, offensive linemen during training camp said that the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl this year, and if they did, he would buy everybody a beer. So Anheuser-Busch Imbev picks, this, uh, picks up on this and says, no, 
uh, will pick up the tab if the Eagles win. Well, what happens? The Eagles win. So Bud Light came out and gave samples of their beer to people in the crowd in Philly during the parade, right? You're thinking, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Well, legally they could do it. Uh, you know, everybody thought they were going to get a free beer or a free six-pack or whatever. I think you got a six-pack, a coupon for a six-pack. If you didn't make it to the parade, if you were at the parade, you got a tasting. But Yards Brewing stepped up and said, okay, you want to have a free Bud Light, that's fine, but we're going to supply free beer as well for the parade. So it's nice to see a craft brewer also step up as well uh, to, to provide free suds uh, for people that were uh, participating in the parade on Thursday. So congratulations to the Eagles for winning the Super Bowl. Uh, as a Giants fan, I could care less. Um, very happy for them and their fans. And a uh, great story, obviously, with Nick Foles, uh, you know, uh, quarterbacking them uh, to the success that they had. So there you go. So a little Super Bowl, but also a little beer news mixed in as well. Our friends from Founders Brewing uh, have announced the release of Solid Gold. It's a new premium lager. It'll be available across the Founders National Distribution Network as of March 1st. Um, they, uh, it was a taproom classic, apparently, also called uh, Solid Gold, and it was completely revamped by their brewmaster, Jeremy Kosmicki. Um, the uh, Solid Gold, they're saying, uh, Dave Engbers is saying, is a great starting point for people who are craft curious, not overcomplicated. It's simple and well-rounded, full-flavored, but also light and crisp. The interesting thing about this is the price point for it. Uh, it'll have a suggested retail price of seven ninety nine for a six pack, fourteen ninety nine for a fifteen pack. It's a four point four percent ABV, twenty IBUs. Again, available March first. So uh, this is more of a uh, an easy drinking beer uh, that they want people uh, to uh, you know. If you're looking to get into craft beer, this is your kind of your way of getting started. So kudos to founders. Looking forward to trying that uh, when it comes out. South Norte Beer, which is uh, owned partially, or I think owned completely by Coronado Brewing, um, is now going to add cans uh, to two of their core brands. Si Senor, the Mex Lager, and No Way IPA. Uh, They're going to produce those in cans. They'll have bold colors, unique line art depicting scenes on both sides of the border, uh, and a color split down the middle meant to signify the energy of two cultures colliding, obviously Mexico and the United States. Uh, though they're planning to open a brewery somewhere in the South Bay of San Diego uh, late this year. And uh, they uh, South Norte Beer, of course, being temporarily brewed and packaged at Coronado Brewing until they can get their new brewery uh, up and running. So uh, look for that uh, to be uh, coming out in cans very soon. South Norte, uh, that's uh, their interpretations uh, of a classic si senor, of a classic Mexican lager. It's a 4.5% ABV and no way... Uh, is an ode to the popular street food south of the border, fresh mango, um, uh, a hop-forward IPA bursting with tropical fruit, and a lingering chili spiciness that is slightly earthy. That is at 6.5% ABV, so it'll be interesting to try that. Now, Cape May Brewing uh, is partnering uh, with um, with the Coast Guard. They're coming out, or actually it's out now. Uh, it is, uh, they, they've released it uh, as of a couple of days ago, Always Ready. It's a Northeast Pale Ale, uh, a bunch of different hops in this one, Mosaic, Citra, Calypso, uh, and they brewed it in tribute uh, to the United States Coast Guard. Um, the, uh, the, they designed this beer with the Coast Guard's motto, Semper Paratus, or Always Ready in Mind. Uh, they had uh, a Coast Guard discount 
uh, at the brewery. They had a dollar off of pints for active duty and retired Coast Guard members uh, year-round. So you can get this beer year-round uh, at a dollar off at Cape May Brewing. And uh, for more information on Cape May Brewing, uh, including tours and tastings, just go to Cape May Brewing. Uh, dot com for more information. Some other news and notes to get to. If you're looking for something to do on Valentine's Day, there is a number of different things that you can do, and we'll get to that in a second. But Hackensack might be opening up its next brewery. They're uh, hoping, let's see, uh, Hackensack resident Mike Jones, he's planning to open up Hackensack Brewing Company in a warehouse on Johnson Avenue. His application was approved by the city planning board. So he's going to try and get things rolling uh, as quickly as possible. Does not give a target date as to when. Um, He's expecting hours to be uh, Thursday through Sunday uh, and hoping uh, to get things up and running probably by the end of the year. Uh, But he's got, um, you know, his application was approved. So he's going to put putting it in a a warehouse on Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, New Jersey. He'll be joining the Almentry uh, as the second brewery in Hackensack. So good luck to Mike Jones and uh, Hackensack Brewery. And then Newark, apparently, a microbrewery, uh, is looking to get in in downtown Newark, uh, which is very cool. Uh, it's been a few years since the Port 44 Brew Pub closed in downtown Newark at 44-46 Commerce Street. Uh, they are trying to um, rent that out. Igor Pankoff is looking to bring a microbrewery back to this spot. Uh, they have a meeting at the end of this month. Uh, to try and get things up and running. So uh, good luck to them. Maybe get a little brewery in Newark. That would be very cool uh, to uh, have a microbrewery in Newark. We've got great places uh, going on to have great food and beer uh, in Newark, New Jersey. But uh, there, I don't I don't think there is. No, that's true. There is not a brewery uh, in New Jersey. And finally, I'm trying to find it on my Facebook feed. I can't. We will get it. Uh, you know what? I'll get to that in our Suds and Duds segment. Uh, this really cool uh, event that's taking place on Valentine's Day. Our good friend Tara Nuren is uh, putting this together in Philadelphia, a kind of beer and chocolate pairing tasting uh, where you can go to a place uh, in Philadelphia uh, and um, and check it out. There is – actually, you know what? I know what I can do. See, I have to click. Here we go. See, I didn't click on the right thing on Facebook. So this is a sultry and celebratory Valentine's Day beer and chocolate pairing. It's being hosted by the Alchemist Society – which is at 1110 North Front Street in Philadelphia. It is next Wednesday on Valentine's Day, February 14th from 7 to 9 p.m. Let's see here. This is a five-course guided tasting. Includes a background on the intertwining origins of both fermented edibles and some of the most gorgeous handmade chocolates they've ever seen. Uh, There will be trivia and prizes, whether you dress up or dress down. The Alchemist Society space will be beautifully attired for the holiday. Chocolates are being provided by New Jersey's Two Chicks with Chocolate, which Tara Nuren is a part of. Um, this is, let's see, $45 per individual, $80 per couple. So it is a um, it's a beer tasting. Uh, there's chocolate involved. Again, it's at the Alchemist Society in Philadelphia, well, 1110 North Front Street in Philadelphia, alchemistsociety.ticketleap.com uh, for tickets or more information. Again, it's taking place on Valentine's Day. Uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. So if you want to get involved in that, you're down in the Philly area on Valentine's Day, you can do that. Thanks to Tara Nuren for the invite. I'm not going to be able to make it, but hopefully if you're in the uh, South Jersey, Philly area, 
uh, you can get down there. When we come back after a short break, Danny Bovary and Moban Sali will be in studio to chat all about Bovary CV. That's dark chocolate vodka, folks. And we are just getting started on this program, and it focuses on that delicious beverage made with barley and hops, but some other stuff, too. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Michael Medved says you need to listen to the president. If you give the guy a chance and you actually listen to his speech and you hear what he's saying and the way he said it and how different it is from so many other Trump public pronouncements, there is no reason to be anything other than encouraged and excited. That is, unless you're a diehard partisan Democrat. The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The answer. Sunday, Syracuse basketball looks to earn a split against visiting Wake Forest. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join Jim Sadlin and me for all the action. Orange pregame begins at 1230. Tip off at 1 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Michael Riedel of the New York Post. Now, don't miss my show every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock, on the town here on AM 970, The Answer. It's sponsored by Hello, Dolly, winner of four Tony Awards, including Best Revival of a Musical on Broadway. Now stars the great Bernadette Peters. Go to HelloDollyOnBroadway.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or state law and wondered what's the best course of action to take? Well, every Thursday during my show, Kevin McCullough Radio at 5 p.m., you'll hear Mike Connors of Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors at a special time Sunday evening at 5 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Want more AM 970, The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com. Each week, the Larry Kudlow Show provides the latest on unemployment rates, congressional budget battles, and how all this affects your wallet. Larry Kudlow is widely regarded as one of the top economists in the U.S. So tune in to the Larry Kudlow Show, where money meets politics. Sunday mornings, 11 to 1 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I hope you'll join my friends and colleagues here at AM 970 The Answer, Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and me on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise this coming August. This is going to be an amazing journey, a great time to discuss the future of our country, all while sailing in paradise amidst the legendary Hawaiian Islands. Unlike any other cruise you've ever experienced, this will be one of the best times you've ever had. We'll sail to some of the most beautiful islands in the world. We'll see all the sights by day. Then at night, join Larry, Hugh, and me for a lively and interactive discussion on what's going on in our country while exchanging ideas about ways to chart a fresh course for our beloved nation. It's the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise. Set sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details, just visit am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com or call 855-655-1335, 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM970. TheAnswer.com. Yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Of course, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. So my next guest's on the cast here. Uh, we're doing uh, booze for the second week in a row. We're doing some spirits. You know, normally we talk about beer, but hey, listen, it's Valentine's Day is right around the corner. It's next week. Can you believe it? And of course, everybody thinks that it's a fake, phony, fraudulent holiday. But for those who are in the romantic mood and, you know, they want to get their paramour or something, uh, you know, maybe you want to think about getting a little thing of vodka, but not just any vodka. This is a dark chocolate vodka that started out at home and gradually, this gentleman decided to mass produce his homemade product. You can get more details on the vodka at BovaryCV.com. Let me welcome in Danny Bovary and Mo Bansali to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, gentlemen, welcome. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm, well, I'm good. I'm good. Mo, Danny, how are you? Good, thank you. Good. Well. Uh, get just a little bit closer to the sure. Let's pop that mic right down there. Beautiful. Great. Just stay right on top of that. Uh, so they're live in studio. So, guys, uh, Danny, you're not a distiller by trade. Uh, how did you come up with the idea for this dark chocolate vodka? So, short story. Um, essentially, back in the 90s, there's a bar in London. I'm from London, as you can probably tell. Right. Uh, in Notting Hill. And uh, essentially, the, uh, the bar did a, a mixture of spirits. They used to use absolute vodka, which was the vodka back in the sure. 90s. Obviously, now we have a proliferation of vodkas. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they would mix the Mars bars, Snickers bars, essentially lots of different chocolate candies. Mm-hmm into uh, a mix and then blend it with the absolute and then they'd put it in the fridge. So melt the bars down and then put it in, mix it in with the vodka and then let it, let it chill. Interesting. Absolute. So that's how you kind of came up with the idea. Yeah. So but you refined it, obviously. Correct, yeah. I mean, over the years, this is 1999, uh, over the years I would, uh, I would make it at home. I've got family in Belgium, so I'd, I'd make it with uh, Belgium chocolate. Okay. An absolute. And then uh, coming back to uh, you know, sort of current day, I moved to the States in 2000 through work. Mm-hmm. I used to make it for parties on and off, and then, again, jumping many more years forward, in 2011, I met a um, flavor company, or flavorist, who really liked the product and uh, was excited about taking it on. So we took about five, six years of R&D to get to this point. Wow. So now, now how long does the process take to distill this vodka itself? When you, from start to finish, how long does the process take? Right, so this is the interesting thing. We, we actually call it more of a blend because we're using, uh, so Westford Hill Distillery, in Connecticut, Ashford is the okay. actual place where we actually produce the product. Mm-hmm. So we're using their vodka, which they are distilling. It's from corn. Um, they have their own product called Ream Vodka, but we use a private label one. Um, we then have a proprietary chocolate formula, which we then bring to the distillery, and we blend that with a dairy component. And then you have this You have product. your vodka. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Talking with uh, Danny Bovary and Moba and Sally of Bovary CV Vodka. BovaryCV.com is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer now, Mo, how did you get involved in the whole process? Okay, so our, our story is very interesting. Danny and I crossed pads in the late 2000s, probably around 2008, 2009. I was playing in a, I was playing in a band, and uh, uh, we were playing at some club, and Danny rolled by, kind of was really interested in the music. <laughs> And then he just started following us around wherever we played. Cool. And then we started. Uh, and then he started. Br- and he was bringing this vial of of brown, this brown elixir, <laughs> with him. And, and then, you know, egging us on to try it. And we kept trying it. We kept drinking it. And then we were following him around because we we're like, "Where is that stuff that you have? You, you've come here. Right. You know, where's the stuff?" So. What ended up happening was Danny ended up um, uh, helping us out with the band, co-managing it. We've, you know, we went to Europe and back and such, and then uh, we realized that 
uh, his his product became more popular than the band. <laughs> so I was okay. like, well, I'm going to leave the band and I'm going to work with Danny on this. No, no. But this is part of the story. But no, what ended up happening was is that it got so popular within our community that we wanted to bring it to commercial viability. So Danny and I sort of partnered up and, uh, you know, I came on board with the team probably about three years ago, four years ago to really take what Danny made in his kitchen, which was brilliant, right. and to bring it to commercial viability. And that was part of the R&D. And, and so why does it take so long for something like this? You know, people come up with ideas. You want to whip them out three, four months, boom, it's done. It's it's taking you – now, obviously, you had been making this vodka for years, uh, Danny. But why is it taking so long to get to this process to, to, to break it out and really get started? I know that chefs wanted the recipe. All these different people wanted the recipes. But you were very reluctant to do that. Why Why has it taken so long? Essentially, it's because of the fact that um, to mix vodka and dairy, mm. very complex. And if you look at the current state of the industry, right. you find that a lot of liqueurs are out there. Okay. Uh, they're very sweet. So you know, traditionally, people say to me, I'm not into sweet drinks. And I say, this is dark, bitter chocolate you're going to taste. I mean, the cacao is of the finest quality. So essentially that was what's happened is that the time to market took that long in R&D and stabilizing it. Wow. That's now and uh, we're talking with Danny Bovary and uh, Moban Sally of uh, Bovary CV Vodka. BovaryCV.com is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So um, it, it's taken all this time. Now you guys have gotten it uh, to market now. And how many states is it in uh, currently? Currently four. Yeah. So we are in New York, New Jersey, California, and Florida. Okay. So our focus has been Jersey. I'm actually, as I said, I, I'm, I live in Jersey now. Right. I'm married a Jersey girl. So uh, we focused on Jersey first, having a local market. Mm-hmm. Um, having lived in New York, most still lives in New York, we've got a very big following here just from doing the rounds for the last, you know, 17 years. I mean, you've got some great bars and restaurants. Sure. California, we're going to be start. Uh, we're moving across there very soon in the next few months. Florida, we are in Miami. But the focus really has been at the moment for New Jersey and New York and then branching out. And is this more a, a type of a, a sipping vodka, like a dessert vodka after meals? Or is it good? I mean, is it good, you know, to add into recipes where we require, you know, uh, uh, chocolate vodka? What what would you uh, recommend? Obviously, as a sipping vodka, I'm sure it, it probably tastes delicious, but maybe martinis, things of that nature. What? Yeah. Uh, how would you uh, so, so go that's about a, it? That's a the most the perfect question because for us it's obviously it's a volume game as well. Mm-hmm. So for volume, you know, you know, you know, if you're just a post dinner drink like a you know one of the Bailey's or Godiva type drinks, you you tend to be stuck in that market. Right. So we've positioned this that it's not only that, but it's also a cocktail drink. So for instance, we had a bartender competition last week. We had twenty bartenders compete, and it was quite interesting to see what they came up with. The the traditional drink was definitely definitely on the sweet side but you okay. had people mixing with bourbon tequila mm-hmm. mezcal gin so it's very complex and the guy who mixed it with guinness yeah it was amazing really guinness it was, was really incredible good. so i that i was that was going to be my next question mixing it with beer obviously darker beers stouts yeah. would would yeah. lend to it porter but maybe a porter stout. would be perfect i'm not so sure about an ipa i know there's a number that do coffee ipas but they're kind of uh, off a little bit but definitely a dark stout would work perfectly with Absolutely, this beer yeah yeah, so, so we're definitely impressed with the industry and the way that – so from the bartender side, we're, we're giving it to them and saying, please create something. This is your industry. Right. You're the experts. You're the guys on the ground. And they're doing some fantastic things. So we have to – you know, and also from the chef side, as you mentioned, um, essentially I would call it more of a liqueur than a vodka. Okay. Um, essentially, you know, because it's, it's really a chocolate with a vodka base. So when you taste it, and hopefully you will taste it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
uh, you'll see that the first thing you taste is or smell firstly is a very strong cacao that chocolate mm. bitterness and then when you taste it you'll you you know hopefully you'll have an oh my god moment we call it right well see my wife is a big fan of dark chocolate i am not so much a fan of dark chocolate but i have grown uh used to it i had um i had uh cancer last year and was going through chemo and my uh, uh part of the uh the chemotherapy you lose your affinity for sweets mm-hmm. but what happened was after i came out of it uh from the chemo I had an affinity for sour beer, which I never had before. I didn't like sours, and now I actually like it because, I don't know, maybe my taste buds changed. And dark chocolate I like a lot more now than I did before, maybe because of the bitterness, maybe because of that it's not super sweet. So it's it's interesting to see. And, you know, you're right. A lot of people always go, oh, dark chocolate, I'm not too... Not too crazy about it, or they don't want an overly sweet drink. So this is interesting, right. uh, you know. And I'm I'm very encouraged to taste it. So while Danny is going to give us a little sample here while we're in the studio, Danny Bovary and Mo Bansali, they are there of uh, Bovary CV Vodka, BovaryCV.com, the website for more information. As they've explained here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, the answer. Uh, it's not so much a uh, a vodka; it's more of a liqueur, and it really it pours thick. It's very very thick in the glass. And as I'm smelling it right now, you get a very overt, you're right, a very overt uh, odor of the chocolate. And I'm going to take a sip right now. Oh, man. That does not, that is, you're right, the oh, wow moment. That is nice. You do get a little bit of the vodka on the very much back end. But the chocolate this guy is present. I know. Yeah, if I had yeah, another cup of coffee, coffee here, boy, I'd That's be putting that right in there. This is – and you're right. It, it is almost like akin to a, a Bailey's, um, you know, a, a Godiva chocolate liqueur of that nature. This is fantastic. Gentlemen, you guys got a great product here. And certainly for Valentine's Day, if your Valentine likes chocolates, if she's into uh, any type of chocolates, this is the vodka to get her. Obviously, you can get it in New York and New Jersey. They're expanding into California, and uh, Florida, I guess, is the next uh, state that you guys are going to be going through? Correct. Yeah, we're in, we're in Miami now. Okay. So we're small. We've only been out since September, right. and uh, we had batch one. So every bottle is labeled, uh, hand-labeled by my wife, Annabella. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 2,500 bottles per batch. We just did batch two last week, Wednesday. We're almost out of batch one already. Wow. So that's how well we're doing. That's awesome. And what's the retail price uh, for this particular type of vodka in, in uh, liquor stores? So it varies between thirty one ninety nine to okay. thirty four ninety nine. That's not bad. Yeah, and that's a seven fifty. Uh, this is a three seven. It's a three seventy five. Okay. Yeah, so it's a very high quality product. Sure. Um, and again, you know what you're what you're looking at is a premium premiumization of a liqueur. Absolutely. That you've got here. Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming into the studio and the sampling of the vodka. I mean, Danny, Mo, you guys have a fantastic product. Folks, if you want to check out more information, BovaryCVVodka.com is the website for more information. Obviously, there would be a list of uh, vendors that would have it, or they can uh, Yeah, absolutely. On the website, there's a list of vendors. If you go to BovaryCV.com, um, you know, there's a there's a section of the site which has all the vendors listed, which is vendors where you can purchase it or places where you can go and actually try it, restaurants, and bars, and such. Outstanding. There. This is something for my chef friends that are listening right now. This is the vodka you want to have when you're making desserts for people uh, for afterwards or certainly in your bar to make great chocolate martinis, espresso martinis, things of that nature that you want to put a little dark chocolate flavor in there. Gentlemen, thanks so much for coming in today to the studio. I very much appreciate it. Thank you, Al. Hey, thanks so much, Al. Appreciate you got it, it, man. When we, got, uh, when we come back, John Henderson, the man who runs the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest, he's going to join me to talk all about this fantastic event 
That's coming up in late March. That's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. AM 970 The Answer congratulates Teamsters Local 237 President Greg Floyd on his milestone 200th broadcast of his popular Reaching Out program heard Saturdays at 7 p.m. On Monday, February 26th, join AM 970 The Answer and Teamsters Local 237 President Greg Floyd for Reaching Out's 200th show coming from the fabulous Giardino Doro Fine Italian Restaurant at 5 Gold Street in Manhattan's Financial District in an private setting. Greg's lineup includes guests from labor, law enforcement, and politics, as well as a few surprises. Join Greg for an evening of information, knowledge, and entertainment, and enjoy a special price fix menu for just $50 per person. It'll be an evening to remember. Call for reservations for dinner and the show today at 212-514-6400. That's 212-514-6400. An enjoyable evening with delicious Italian food, interesting discussion, and an opportunity to be part of a very special broadcast. Show starts at 6 p.m., so reserve your table now. 212-514-6400. Spearfishing has or will strike your business, wreaking havoc on your employees, brand, and your bottom line. Spearfishing can't be stopped by traditional email security solutions because messages appear to be legitimate from your boss, a trusted colleague, or a vendor asking you to wire money, confirm login credentials, or worse. Barracuda Sentinel is artificial intelligence for real-time spear phishing and cyber fraud defense. Reclaim your email in minutes with zero impact on network performance. Visit barracuda.com slash AI. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Tell me what you be when you grow old. We could take it fast or we could take it slow. Oh, I'm digging this. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Uh, and of course, Google Play and iTunes, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all of the craft beer casts right from there. The name of the band is Pepper, and that song is Never Ending Summer. They are going to be one of the bands at uh, where my next guest on the cast is the organizer of. It's the number two beer and music fest in the entire country. Yes, I said the entire country. This year will be my fourth year attending. I always have a great time at this thing. The Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. It takes place Friday, March 23rd and Saturday, March 24th in Atlantic City at the AC Convention Center. Over 200 beers, awesome musical acts, Pepper being one of them. Uh, Food, silent disco, bull rides, so much to do, so little time to do it. And acbeerfest.com is the website for more information and to get your tickets. They are going fast. Let me welcome in John Henderson to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, John, welcome back. Dude, what's up, Al? So I listened to your entire tag. You must own the Internet because you have the Internet on lockdown, son. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. Not really on lockdown. Maybe a, a small portion of it, but I appreciate that. Thank you, my friend. John. You own your part of the World Wide Web. Uh, well, let, you know, that's that's always a good thing. Now, John, could you have imagined in your wildest dreams that the Beer and Music Fest would be going on 13 years and the success that it is? Uh, part of me says yes. The other part of me says no. My ego says absolutely. Right. And, you know, the realistic side is like, well, you know, we didn't see this coming. You know, 14 years ago, we started to program the, the festival. We just wanted to give people the opportunity to showcase better beer. And then we wanted to give consumers the opportunity to actually drink better beer. And that was, what, 14 years ago when we right. started this program. Right. And so, you know. Go ahead. I don't think any of us I – mean, no, that's not true. There's a handful of people I did talk to um, that did kind of forecast the craft beer boom, but I don't th- even think they knew to what extent. Right. Now, I, the, 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 bigger, the big question that I have for you, because every year I try to do this with my friends, and we never get to it. Have you had uh-huh. someone in the four hours, whatever session they go to Friday or the two sessions on Saturday, get a chance to sip every single beer? Never. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. Is it possible? Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you look at it, you know, we've got well over 150 breweries. Right. The majority of the breweries bring four styles. Some bring eight. Some bring, depending on kind of their activation, right? Hmm. Um, I did as a, as a study, you know, and, and at the request of the ABC, uh, to see, you know, how many folks can go through and try how many beers. So I gave friends, you know, hmm. friends who I know, kind of look at it like an endurance challenge mm-hmm. and said, I want to see how much, how many beers you can drink, you know, cause it's a, it's a study, you know? So they all came back with roughly around the same number. You know, one had 58, the other had 62 and the third had 66. Wow. 66. That's so, impressive. That's poisoning yourself. Yeah. That's um, true. <laughs> well, you know, you're assuming, so, you're assuming they're taking a small break as they go to each one and not trying to drink 66 can't. in a row. Well, that's true. You really can't in the four hours. That's, that's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it, and that's what it was. So from that, it stemmed, you know, we, we started to openly say, listen, there's a, an amazing amount of craft beer here, you know, and if you, if you look at a lot, there's so many craft beer festivals across the country. Mm-hmm. Some are good, some are bad, some are distributor driven, you know, we're, we're 13 years into this. You know, I think we've pretty much established, you know, the USA Today, that top 10 that you were talking about, we mm-hmm. placed number two behind GABF. That helped legitimize it. But there's so much craft beer out there that, you know, if a year goes by and you're a craft beer geek, chances are within that year you've, you've tried and dragged some of the, some of the new, newer styles or, you know, beers that have kind of been popularized. That's a, that's a fair well, point. That's a fair yeah, point. So. What we, what we ask attendees to do is go make new friends. Visit things that you know you haven't tried before. Our app allows you to go in and see what beers are coming to the festival. Go try that. Go, you know, have new experiences and then go back to old friends. You know, we figured strategically if you're a festival goer and you're a beer lover, it's the best way to do it because you're going to be able to try new product because that's really what a lot of these things are about. That, th- John, that was the plan that my friends and I had last year. We said we're not going to try anything that we've had before. We're going to just try new stuff and, and try to get around and do what we need to do. That is exactly the path to take, and obviously the app helps with that. We're talking with John Henderson, the organizer of the AC Beer and Music Fest. ACBeerFest.com is the website for more information and as well as to purchase tickets, and they are going fast. It's coming up March 23rd and 
and 24th in the Atlantic City Convention Center in Atlantic City, New Jersey. 13 years seems like every year, John, you guys outdo yourself with a huge musical act. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones will be performing on Saturday afternoon, which is awesome. I'm going to miss that one because I'm coming to the night session. Why have them in the afternoon and not as the final act of the day? Um, we, so what we do is we move it around based on demand, right? Mm. So we look for, I mean, it, at the end of the day, this festival is a business. You know, we don't hide that fact at all. Right. So we bring bands in that move, um, that move the crowds, right? So, you know, if you look at prior years, our bigger bands have always been on Friday night. Biggest band of the weekend. Friday night is typically the hardest part, hardest um, hardest session to get people to. Right. So we sweeten the pot. You know, the Descendants, last year, Flog and Molly, and it works. You know, it drives more bodies, and we do that because we've got a commitment to the city to drive tourism. Sure. So we want to. We want people to stay, eat in our restaurants, experience the festival, get up. You know, experience Atlantic City on Saturday. You know, so there's a plan in place for that. Um, the Mighty Mighty Boston's we figured would be a good uh, vibe for Saturday because that's kind of been our our um, our ska vibe has been on Saturday, mm-hmm. and that session is typically you know is one of the sells out second Saturday night sells out you and i could be up there with an accordion and a kazoo and we would sell saturday night <laughs> and we'd kill it too with a kazoo and an accordion we would kill it. that's right we would crush it <laughs> yep yep we'd be on itunes first thing in the morning that's right <laughs> so john let's talk about the beers there are so many beers that are there and i loved what you've done the last couple of years with all of the new jersey beers you've grouped them in one section and it's kind of like a a, a two-row back-to-back you go and you just Boom, 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 boom. You go right down the line with all the New Jersey beers. Uh, what, what, what are some of the new New Jersey beers that are going to be there this year? Um, so, the Bucket Brigade, you know, they're, they're coming in. Okay. Um, Death of Fox is coming. Nice. Um, yep, Tori is coming from Backward Flag. So, yeah, we're seeing, you know, some of the you know, newer breweries popping up from New Jersey, making their way. I mean, what are we in New Jersey now? 82 breweries, I Something think? like that. Yeah, uh-huh. we're getting there. I mean, you know, we're not we're not in New York's range here where there's over, you know, 350, 400. But it, it's getting. It's a slow climb, but it's getting there. Yeah, and then, you know, if you look at those 82 breweries, those 82 breweries, we're going to have 64, 65 of them. So the majority of the beers in the state will be represented. Very. See, that's see that's a good thing. And, folks, if you're planning on coming, there is some fantastic New Jersey beer. I talk about it all the time on the show, but there is a lot of good New Jersey beer that you don't know about. Aside from the Cartons and the Canes, which everybody always talks about, there are some great, great New Jersey breweries that are going to be there. And you get a chance to sample a lot of these beers if you go down there. Now, John, you've been running all sorts of events in Atlantic City for a number of years, not just the, uh, the Beer and Music Fest, other things as well. If you had to give one piece of advice to someone who is putting together an event, what's the most important thing that they can do to make it successful? Know your, know your expectations. Don't overreach. Don't promise things you can't pull off. Mm-hmm. You know, know the experience that's important to your consumer, right? You know, it's not a cash grab. An event shouldn't be looked at as a cash grab. They should be looked at as experiential and growing. You know, if you're producing a, uh, an event, Think of it over the next five years, not just the first year. Manage expectations. So you're looking long-term and not so much short-term, but it's also, too, because I noticed you had a comment uh, on Facebook not too long ago. You were at an event, and you said, 
know your customer. Like you've got to satisfy your customer. That to me, I mean, yeah. that that listen, everybody I, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people have worked in retail and it's always the customer comes first. When you go to an event and you've spent money and the customer is not getting taken care of, they're going to react negatively. I mean, that's the one I, I love the fact of what you do at this beer fest. Every, I've, I don't hear people ever really complaining about this beer fest, saying, oh, I had a miserable time, it was terrible, it was this, it was that. Uh, all I hear is, it was great, can't wait to go again, the beers were awesome, the music was great, the food was great. It, it's, it's one thing right after the other, right after the other, and that, to me, is the most important thing, and it speaks volumes. You've been doing this for so long and how you take care of your customers. So it goes back to P.T. Barnum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you put crowds, when you put crowds in rooms, you need to make sure that crowd is entertained. And this is—it's an event. You know, and it's not a cheap event. You know, if you go to buy tickets, it's sixty bucks, right. and then you know the man's got to take their piece. You know, so there's thirteen percent, and then Ticketmaster has to shake everybody down. Ugh. So you end up being at seventy-three bucks for the ticket. That's right. I want to—I want our consumer to come in, spend that seventy-three bucks, and say, "Hey, man, I'm spending that same seventy-three bucks next year too." You See? know, to feel good. We have an obligation to create a good time, a good vibe that people can chill, drink, and hang out together. You know, and I think everybody, if you put, if you think secondly about the the financial piece of it, and first about your customer experience, the second part will come. John, last question for me: uh, a new thing that you're adding to the uh, Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest this year? You're going to have a lot of guys down there podcasting, doing their shows down there. Is that right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think it's neat. I think, you know, like, for example, your podcast, we did it last year. You know, I mean, A, you've got a, the right group. You've got the consumer we want to talk to. You right. know, we've got the, we like the beer geek market. I like guys that come in and I can have intelligent conversations with. One of my least favorite things about these festivals, and I'll use mine, everybody else's, Andy from Starfish, is dudes who walk up and say, what's the strongest beer you have? I twitch Ugh. every single time. You know, so when we're talking to the podcast and we're bringing to the podcast guys, you know, to the table, you guys all have a more informed audience that that are going for more than just ABV. Right. You know, they're going for, you know, they're going for flavor profiles. They're going for, you know, abundancy and recipes. I mean, there's just so much. Exactly. And you know what? See, what I'm looking forward to is the uh, dunking of the strippers that you have all the way in the back. See, that's to me, that's to me, that's fun. Watching these. Watching. I'm about to break your heart. So <laughs> they're not going to be there. We had, we, this year, you know, the convention center came to us. I got a bunch of phone calls last year from guys um, that told me how demeaning it was to women that they were really? stripper dunk tank. And we've been doing this thing for seven or eight years at this point. And I was like, is this you calling me and telling me, or is your wife standing behind you? <laughs> you know? That's unbelievable. I, I, it, it, it's just, these girls are doing it. These girls are all making a nice chunk of change. They're able to pay their rent. They're able to, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, hey, wow. you know, what's it? Support, support the arts. Tip a stripper, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I'm disappointed now. But I, listen, I know, not like I'm not going to have a good time, but I'm a little disappointed. So, dude, you know, and to have to make that call, it, it was heartbreaking. Well, the convention center called me and they're like, yeah, we got a bunch of complaints about the dunk tank. Oh, my God. And, you know, me, I pushed the envelope. I was like, well, what dunk tank? You know, the dunk tank at Beer Fest. Right. Can you be more specific? <laughs> they're like, you know, the dunk tank with the dancers. I was like, nobody's dancing in that dunk tank. I have no idea what you're doing. Right. Like, the stripper dunk tank. Oh, the stripper oh, that. dunk tank. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Unreal. Yeah, well, listen, it's still going to be a good time. My guest has been John Henderson, the organizer of the AC Beer and Music Fest. 
acbeerfest.com is the website for more info and tickets. It takes place Friday, March 23rd and Saturday, March 24th in Atlantic City at the Atlantic City Convention Center. you got to get tickets now. you got to be down there. I'll be there for the Saturday night session when Pepper will be playing. That'll be the headline band. It's going to be awesome. John, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. I look forward to seeing you next month, my friend. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you having me. You got it. When we come back, it's Suds and Duds. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Mike Gallagher reacts to the State of the Union. Real simple takeaway. If you weren't impressed by the president's speech, not just the delivery, but the message, what was contained, the spirit of the message, the direction of the country, the State of the Union, if you weren't impressed then it's real simple. Your lack of objectivity blinds you from the truth. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands. Then at night, gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise set sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details, visit am970theanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You're out on the open road. The hum of your motorcycle's exhaust pipe and the money you saved with Progressive bring you peace. At the end of the road is a dream catcher, which you take because you're having a lot of nightmares about unfinished puzzles. Discover serenity. Protect your bike with Progressive. Annual policies starting at $75. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. $75 per year premium excludes state fees in Texas and is not available in all states. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or state law and wondered, what's the best course of action to take? Well, every Thursday during my show, Kevin McCullough Radio at 5 p.m., you'll hear Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors at a special time Sunday evening at 5 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every single show from there. A little Stone Sour Hydrograd, that's their uh, latest album that's out. Reason why I'm playing that, they just released... Uh, the fact that they will be touring with Ozzy Osbourne in September. Actually, the tour is going to be going on uh, for most of the summer, but they are going to be opening for Ozzy Osbourne. They're playing in September at PNC Bank Art Center. I will definitely be at that show. If you are a fan of uh, Stone Sour, if you're a fan of Slipknot, you definitely want to see uh, Stone Sour. They are awesome. Real just hardcore metal, and it's a perfect pairing with Ozzy Osbourne as he's going on his 
uh, farewell tour. A lot of artists uh, this year we're finding going on their farewell tours. I mean, Neil Diamond has said he's not playing anymore uh, because of, um, I think it's, what was it, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's onset. Uh, Elton John is going to be touring for the next two and a half years, saying that he's done. Then you've got um, Paul Simon saying this year is uh, this uh, tour is his last tour. So a lot of different musicians uh, are, uh, and now Ozzy Osbourne is saying that uh, this is it for him. He's not going to be touring anymore. So interesting stuff uh, in the music scene. Uh, but uh, Stone Sour is definitely one of those acts that you want to see, and especially in an outdoor venue. They really they just bring it home. Uh, Corey Taylor is just amazing. Uh, with what he does with Stone Sour. But let's get into our Suds and Duds segment, which, of course, the final segment of the program. This is where I tell you about the beers that I've had over the past week or so. I tell you whether I like them or I don't. So if I like them, it's a Suds. If I don't like them, it's a Duds. So let's get started. Uh, The guys from Bolero Snort are just killing it with their beer. Uh, They're going to be finally opening uh, a new tap room very soon, not too far from Giant Stadium. So you're going to have a lot of different breweries in and around that area, uh, Brick City, Almentry, uh, and, of course, uh, Bolero when they get their act together and get things moving. But uh, for now, I had their Cocoa Pebbles, uh, which is their uh, stout, which was fantastic. Very easy-drinking stout, uh, nice hint of sweetness, uh, a little bit of a milk base in this. Really good. The guy's knocking it out of the park with that one. And then I had uh, it was kind of like a stout weekend that I had uh, with my wife and I. I uh, moved on to a barrier brewing, uh, a bird's eye view that uh, our good friend Buddy Watson, who uh, brings uh, a lot of beers for me uh, from upstate because he lives up in the Albany area. And uh, he, he brought me down to, uh, from barrier brewing the bird's eye view, which is a, a kind of coconut coffee stout. Didn't really get the coconut in this one. I did get the roasty uh, coffee flavor out of it, but the coconut really wasn't uh, doing anything for me. So this one, I kind of, I, one of the few beers from barrier brewing that I really didn't enjoy. Uh, so this one would be a dud for me. Uh, moving on, the uh, good folks from Stone Brewing sent me, as they now have in six packs uh, that they have out, uh, it was a seasonal, now it's no longer a seasonal, Stone Tangerine Express IPA. This is great. Uh, tangerine and pineapple, uh, 6.7% uh, ABV on this for an IPA, a 75 IBU. So it's it's got that, that bitter bite that you want, but it's not overly a bitter. Uh, it's available nationwide, 22-ounce bottles, and, of course, 12-ounce six-pack cans. Uh, Chinook, Magnum, Centennial, Mosaic, Azaka uh, hops, a lot of other hops in this as well. But the tangerine and pineapple really shine through in this beer. So thanks to the good folks from Stone uh, for sending me uh, a couple of cans of that. It's an excellent beer. If you like that type of tropical flavor in your beer, you're definitely going to like this one. As we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Cypress Brewing. These guys, another uh, great, you know, everybody has this argument about North Jersey, Central Jersey, South Jersey. Cypress is in Edison. Technically, it's North Jersey. Some people would say Central Jersey. I say it's just New Jersey, all right? If you want to check these guys out, go down to them. They're in the Industrial Park in Edison, uh, about 10 minutes from where I am in Clark. Uh, Had a uh, lighthouse from them. Uh, Very nice, easy-drinking brown ale. Love the coconut in this. Not overpowering at all. So, again, if you like coconut flavors, you're going to like this one. In fact, I brought this over to a a birthday party. A friend of mine turned 50 last weekend. And I brought a four-pack of this over, and one of my friends is not a big craft beer guy. He's a guy, he'll drink Michelob Ultra, uh, Bud Light, you know, that's, that's his speed. But I gave him one of these. He dug it. He ended up having uh, three out of the four cans. I think I ended up having one can of it. But that's good. I want to get people into different types of craft beer, especially local craft beer. That's the key. 
Uh, had a Stingray IPA from the good folks at Coronado Brewing. Always a great IPA. Nice and piney. They did a whole thing uh, a week or so ago uh, with variations on their Stingray IPA, but it was only uh, in San Diego and in, uh, you know, in California uh, where they had it on draft. So a very cool um, thing they had. Although maybe they did have it in the rest of their footprint because I think I saw one of the reps from North Carolina have it as well. So I uh, have to look into that. But uh, the good folks from Coronado Stingray IPA, you definitely want to check them out. We have to get them more into Jersey. They distribute in New Jersey. They make a great beer, but they really don't have a huge presence uh, here in the tri-state area. I got to change that. I got to talk to my friend Melody over there and see what we could do uh, to move that on. Then something really cool: two events. I went to a Paragon Tap and Table, uh, my local gastro pub, uh, just a couple of minutes from me, right off the uh, Garden State Parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, for the Super Bowl. They did a pregame Super Bowl where they featured Carton Brewing on tap, and the specialty was the fact that they had regular coffee and their variant Cafe Ichuro on tap. So of course, I have to go for the brunch. Uh, my wife and I and a couple friends, we went over, had a cafe churro uh, on tap. I'll tell you, this is great in a can, but in on tap, so much better. The best of the variants for me by far. Uh, the, the cinnamon flavors in it, the coffee flavors in it for this cream ale, it is awesome. It is definitely something that if you see it on tap uh, over the next several weeks, jump on it because it's not going to be around for too much longer. Then I had the, the Chinook, the 0771990 uh, from Carton. This is a really good IPA. And... Carton doesn't really specialize in IPAs. That You know, Augie likes to do a lot of different variants. Whatever's floating his boat, uh, he likes to do. And obviously, boat, his session ale being his most popular. But I love when he makes an IPA. He really knocks it out of the park with some of these IPAs. Bitter, bite, beautiful. Just a really, really good uh, drinking beer uh, from Carton. Then uh, I finished off with a, uh, a Citra Ass Down from Against the Grain Brewery and Smokehouse. This, is, this was an interesting one. I was trying to figure out what kind of fruit was in this one. Smooth and delicious, nice malt flavor too, but I really couldn't figure out what fruit was in this particular IPA, but really, really good uh, from a brewery down south. These guys do a, another great job. Uh, I have to look more into uh, Against the Grain Brewery because uh, I'll tell you, they make some really, really delicious beers. And then this past uh, Thursday night, uh, the good folks from uh, Sierra Nevada did a tap takeover over at Paragon Tap and Table. Got to meet Chip. The uh, New Jersey area sales manager and Chip, thanks for the beers. Very much appreciated. And the conversation. It was great. Had a nice talk about Sierra Nevada. You know, for being one of the oldest independent craft breweries in the country, I I don't think Sierra Nevada gets the love from craft brewers that they really should. Their pale ale is phenomenal. Um, It is a a great beer. It's a good starter beer if you're getting into uh, the craft beer scene. But Sierra Nevada makes some very, very good beer. So uh, there are two new ones uh, that they had was, let me see here, they had the Hazy Little Thing, which I really enjoyed. This, uh, uh, you know, again, their take on a New England uh, Hazy IPA, nicely done. Dank, not super juicy, but really, really good, and to me, uh, a, a sort of easy drinking beer. So I love this one. Their other new one that they have, which is the Hop Bullet, this was interesting. For a double IPA, I was expecting one thing, and I got another. Um, I didn't expect it to have so much malt in it. It was hoppy, but not what I was expecting. It was it was very much a different type of beer. I don't know if this would qualify as a dud because I did finish it. Um, but if you're expecting something that is, uh, you know, really hoppy and piney, you might be a little disappointed. I got more malt out of it than anything else. So uh, interesting. Just an interesting take 
on a beer. Definitely not was I was uh, what I was expecting from the hot bullet, but the ha- hazy little thing is fantastic. Then I had a regular pale ale, which is always like I said, it's always a great beer. It's solid, easy drinking. Um, yeah, after a while, you you might you know you might not like the bitterness uh, on your tongue, but definitely a very very easy drinking beer this year in Nevada Pale Ale. And then finally, I finished it off. I, I can't turn this down. When this is this is a particular beer that when it's on tap, you have to have it. The Norwal Imperial Stout is a phenomenal stout uh, from uh, Sierra Nevada. If you're not into stouts, I get it. Uh, it is just a perfect night capper. The the, the coffee flavors, um, it, all of it just really come together really nice. It is a strong beer. Uh, not going to lie to you. You know, uh, upwards of 10, 11% ABV. Uh, it is definitely a strong beer, but you will enjoy this Norwal Imperial Stout. And again, if you see it on tap, you have to jump on it and get it. So great chat with the guys from Sierra Nevada. Uh, pleasure to meet them. And uh, hopefully down the road we'll do a few things. I know Chip was saying he was going to contact his New York folks. Maybe we'll get some uh, of the uh, Sierra Nevada product in here, and maybe we'll do a taste testing uh, of all of them. They make, a, you know, again, like I said, their Oktoberfest is really good. They make, they make very, very good beers. And they are partnering with Vine & Steffer uh, on a collaboration to make a beer later this year. I'll have the details on that on next week's show. Very, very cool. So you got the oldest brewery in the world. Vine & Steffer has been uh, producing beer since the year 1040. And you got Sierra Nevada, one of the oldest craft breweries in the United States. These guys are collaborating on a beer. So that is very cool. We'll have the details for you on next week's program. But, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Danny uh, Bovary, and Moban Sali from Bovary CV. Dark chocolate vodka, folks, if you're looking to get a Valentine's Day present for your uh, your significant other, this is the uh, chocolate vodka to get. It is fantastic. John Henderson from the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest coming up March 23rd and 24th. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.